Blog Talk Radio. Services, the doctors and nurses at the hospital on the front line of COVID, 
especially those wonderful people who clean up after them and the people that keep our, our, stocks, our shelves stocked in, in the supermarkets. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, tonight we have a spe- very special guest. It's the first time we're on here tonight, but he's very versed in, in um, the martial arts. Uh, that would be uh, uh, Brady. Uh, Brady is sitting in for uh, Caden, who is enjoying a, uh, I'm sure, sumptuous, a big dinner uh, at his brother Danny's uh, engagement party. So uh, um, while we sit here chicken, put, eating chicken wings, uh, Brady, uh, your brother's probably having uh, – well, that's right. There's Subway people, so it's probably having Subways. <laughs> Bob, how you doing tonight? Oop, let me get you to hold on here. Uh, Bob, he's out doing? there just cussing. Am I on mute? Can you hear me? What's this? Yep, we got you. Yep. All right. All right. I, I'm assuming that uh, he's taking the night off to catch up on all that crow he needs to eat. You know? Well, that I'm not sure. Well. Yes, sir. I'm not sure if they're serving that at the wedding or not, but I'm sure he's got some <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> hey, Ty, how you doing? I am well. How's everyone doing this evening? Everybody's doing great. We'll just talk about Caden's uh, and his brother's uh, um, the, what is it, the engagement dinner. So he, he is oh, being... Awesome. Uh, yeah, we have it. We have a new virgin, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, Mr. Brady's on with us. He's another one of uh, Casey's uh, true uh, sports fans. Everybody knows. I don't know. Everybody knows what we're going to tell you. Uh, Dr. Carroll happens to be a um, international uh, um, celebrity in the triathlete triathlete area. Uh, she was on the uh, team in in 2000. It went to Switzerland, Italy. And Germany, representing the United States, and she has has been to the Ironman three different times. Um, very, very uh, wow, excellent athlete, and she's raised four boys on her own. So each one has been an athlete, and the one we have here with us tonight was one of the best uh, uh, tailbacks and centerbacks uh, uh, we we could have had. And one of the, she was one of the best mics I've ever had. Play for me. Um, very tough. Very tough. Was the heaviest guy on the but nobody got past him. Uh, and uh, as a linebacker, that's uh, that's something you really have to be uh, be good at. So, uh, well, let's get started here. Hi. 19-month layoff, and guess what happened? Danny Garcia comes back and is a uh, winner again, huh? Well, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I, I think we all uh, predicted that. Uh, Benavidez is, is not that level of fighter. I mean, he's the kind of guy Danny mm-hmm. Garcia beats all day, every day. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Danny looked good. He looked refreshed. I think the layoff did him well. I don't know how competitive he'll be with the upper echelon of 154. Um, Danny's the kind of guy who who is always in fights and, you know, uh, never gets blown away, but I don't think he gets over the hump at 154. I think uh, he's not dynamic enough and he doesn't let his hands go enough. And uh, he'll have a, you know, all of a sudden he'll be a little quicker than those guys, but ultimately I think those guys are going to be a little too big, too strong, too aggressive for him at that weight. Nonetheless, he did look good 
against Benavidez, as we all thought he would. Mm-hmm. Hey, he uh, just, just moved up to 155, did he not? Yeah, that was his first fight at 154. It was Benavidez's second fight above 147. Both guys started their career at 140, but as we know, Benavidez uh, shot a few years back, and he just kind of never panned out. He's a blue-chip prospect. Uh, he actually accounted himself pretty good against Terrence Crawford three years ago, but uh, he just kind of never never panned out. Uh, Danny, Danny proved – I think Danny proved – I think Danny fought pretty good. He looks fast, but uh, – if if he was really a lead at that level, probably should have finished him a little sooner than taking him all the way. Mm-hmm. I can't disagree That's with that. Point. Hmm. Yeah, very good point. Right. All right. Bob, what do you think uh, of uh, Brandon Marino's uh, finish off of uh, Hikar, uh France last week uh, in a very quick fashion? All right, I'm just waking up and I'm just getting the computer fired up. So Brandon Moreno's a beast, okay. but I want to, you know, I want to say that you know Caden will be missed. Uh, what, what's your new grandson's name? Uh, Brady. Brady. Okay, I've never been a running back, but I hope you're a tight end because we're coming in rough, buddy. All right, this is this is a Saturday night show, and uh, uh, so Brandon Moreno is is a flat out athlete and a half. He he's got a great story as far as coming through. Um, you know, uh uh champion and not champion, young kid working his way through. Um I didn't see the the, the fight itself, but uh uh Brandon Moreno is one of my faves. Uh let me get the computer fired up here. I just woke up from a nap, so we'll get it all going. Okay. Look back there. Hey Tyler, I did watch the fight, Bob I uh, I did watch the fight and it was a good scrap. And uh, Marino was going in as a favorite, he's a better fighter. But um, through three rounds, it was it was pretty even with Marino having a slight edge, but it had a good other flow to it. The happened was Marino landed a liver kick, and that Ooh. was all she wrote. Yeah, Kai Kai uh, Kara France dropped. Little town, that was all she wrote. But it all started with a liver kick. Beautiful shot to the liver that just dropped Now that you say that, I did see the highlights, and people underestimate the liver kick. I mean, just like when I'm teaching kickboxing, you know, everyone goes for the chin. You've got a 1,000 people out there chasing the chin. You've got about nine other knockout spots being temple, jawline, bottom of the ear, base of the neck, uh, kidneys, liver, you know what I mean, two kidneys. Uh, liver on the right, and if you can put those, like if you're if you're throwing a shot, why waste energy? You might as well aim it, you know. And and these kids would be throwing just kicks and and punches at your 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 right shoulder, your right elbow. But if you can land a liver kick, welcome, yeah. good night. Brady, yeah, I think uh, I think Moreno. Reno's definitely the best in that division, but I mean, they probably should have fought, stopped that fight way sooner. As soon as he kicked him in the liver, uh, High Car France went down like he was done, mm-hmm. and then he just pounced mm-hmm. on us. It was, it was it was definitely a quick fight, but uh, Moreno's mm-hmm. probably the best in that division. I, I love Moreno. Yeah. The only argument, obviously, was that. But um, but 
You do have a break up kind of split, but Moreno's not the one to fight the I think Moreno's got the division as well. Okay. All right, let's talk about a real fight. Uh, Nunez in the uh, fight last week. Uh, boy, that uh, there was none you left when uh, they get done with that one. What do you think, Ty? <laughs> you know, Juliana Thompson, I have not seen anything about it. And, and you know what? I, I don't think I'm striking this very fine. Um, I much through this dodgy stuff against Finch, she is hot. She is tough and undeterred. And those two things don't always go hand in hand. Some people are tough, but you know, Amanda Nunez put an absolute beating on her. There were times throughout the fight as she was getting pounded where she uh, got Amanda in a, you know, a little bit of trouble here and there with her band of submission and this, that, and the third. Um, but that said, Amanda did what we all thought she would do. She's a better fighter. Um, but, you know, Juliana Thompson really owned my respect. You know, she really did because she, she mm-hmm. I can't say she put up a good fight, but, man, she really took a look and touched on the ticket. So, who goes mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think the next fight to make would be, uh, I think we all want to see, uh, you know, if you can find the Trump Jackson fight tonight. Hey, we just had Tony join us. Tony, how you doing? Good. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Tony. Tony, we got a uh, Cajun side with us tonight. He's at a uh, an engagement party for his brother, but uh, we have his brother uh, Brady, uh, my other grandson, that uh, is very well versed in the in the sports. Uh, he uh, he's ready to go. Um, you know, wonderful. Uh, so, do you have an update, Tony, on on your fighter? Is he coming up uh, in two weeks? Uh, which, uh, Perella? Perea. Perella. Perella, uh, I believe so. I've, I'm still trying to get a hold of him. I know he's got a lot going on right now trying to get ready for this fight, but he did say mm-hmm. he was going to try to join us for, uh, before he went on. So hopefully yeah, I can get a hold of him for next week. Okay. Good. Hey, uh, Bob, what did you think of Sergey P- uh, Pavlox uh, against, uh, um, Lewis, Derek Lewis? 55 seconds total. Wow. Uh, didn't see it again. Didn't uh, uh, chime in last week, but uh, well done. That's why we always love the heavyweights, because the heavyweights bring the thunder. You know what I mean? The quick mm-hmm. knockouts. That's one thing that, you know, I mean, think about all the money we've wasted over the years on Mike Tyson. You know, you pay for <laughs> you pay for pay-per-view, you know, you're 60, you're 50, you're 75, bucks, wherever you're at. Or if you go out to the bar, you're dropping 100 in beers, and then Tyson gives you 15 seconds of, oh, well, that's what she said. All right? That's not enough. Okay? (laughs) So, Derek Lewis Lewis is a puncher himself, but the fact that Sergey Pavlovich came over on top of him in 55 seconds, well, sounds like my wedding night. All right? That's all I got. (laughs) No, well, uh, I think that was stopped way too early because I was like got on top of him and like he like knocked him down, but Lewis was still like he was still like still fight like it was like classic Derek Lewis fight like he gets knocked down and he'll just come back. So I don't know. I I feel like Derek Lewis 
he got like he should have probably gotten a couple a couple more rounds out of that one. Again, Brady, that sounds Brady. just like my uh, wedding night. Not, not <laughs> only do I agree with Brady, but Dana White agrees with Brady too. That was a quick stoppage. Mm-hmm. You know, most people felt uh, after the fight mm-hmm. that was a, a quick stoppage. Derek Lewis did the drop and rock, but he was getting up as the fight was stopped, and it looked pretty clear on. Uh, with that said, Sergey has only lost his debut fight. When he came in, he thought he was going to be kind of a pretty good prospect, but then he lost his debut fight to Overeem. Then he's won like five in a row, and he just beat Derek Lewis. Uh, even though it was a quick stop, it's who's the top ten ranked heavyweight, top six or seven ranked heavyweight. So it's going to be interesting to see what Sergey Pavlovich can do going forward in that division. Uh, because the guys up top, Faisal Vasla, Cyril Gagne, uh, damn, Aspinall got hurt. He was a guy I was high on. You know, but Curtis plays. There's some time, you know, really tough guys up uh, up top. But Pavlovic is proving that he at least deserves a shot at one of those guys. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, Tyler, just, we'll I'm just curious about what's going to happen with Nganu because his contract's up and he he's champion still. So and he doesn't seem like he wants to resign. That, that's the only problem with heavyweight division right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nate Diaz is talking about he's stuck in his contract. Now, he got the hazmat fight. But, again, oh Dana goodness. White don't let these guys out. You know what I mean? Like, whether you get – Dana White is the businessman of businessmen as far as fighters. He owns you. He will not let you go anywhere or do anything. He will ride out your prime just like uh, what they call that back in the day. The, 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 uh, I don't even know. But, you know what I mean? Uh, the Chinese dock service or whatever they were that let the, the, the fruit just expire on the dock. You know what I mean? And, and uh, so um, that, that's what he does with these fighters. If you don't play ball with Dana White, uh, he will put you out to pasture under your contract uh, during your prime and, 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 and try to get the best money out of whoever you can. So that's the sad part. Francis Nagano deserves better. Yeah. The, the Nate Diaz fight is definitely a weird one though. Yeah, I, I think Diaz should have gotten a, a different fight. Maybe like Tony Ferguson or an older guy that would have been, you know, a little better fight. But Diaz could still pull this off against Hamzat. I think so. He could. Nate Diaz is a good fighter. Mike, or, um, sorry, Ty. I'm what do you think about uh, Sergio uh, Ortiz, uh, Michael McKesson tonight? Virgil Ortiz should stop McKenzie somewhere uh, in the mid to late rounds. Michael McKenzie's not mm-hmm. a bad boxer. He, he's actually got some skills. His problem is he doesn't have the power to keep a Virgil Ortiz honest. And he's not mm-hmm. quite explosive enough, athletic enough, quick enough. He's just one of those guys who is just not quite enough. Um, and, mm-hmm. again, he lacks power. So I expect Vir- I expect him, you know, at times to, you know, make Virgil Ortiz have to work because he is a, you know, a crafty guy and he has good skills. Uh, with that said, Virgil's going to start to cut off the ring, walk him down, break him down, and I expect Virgil to stop him somewhere between six and seven. Okay, that's what I was going to say. It was so six he- round, six round knockout. Mm-hmm. 
All right, smart ass. Well, let's let's go back right to you then. Uh, Sergey Govindchenko uh, went over uh, Joshua Conley last week. They went all ten rounds to get a decision. One, did, was it a good fight? Two, did it have to go that long? Tony. Yeah. Did it have to go that long? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I probably not. It probably could have ended somewhere a little bit early, but didn't. <laughs> Just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Nice cover up. What, what was the other question? You said, <laughs> Did you think it was a good fight? Uh, it, was, it was all right. Well, I caught. I didn't catch it all. I mean, what I caught of it, it, it was all right. Not yeah. my favorite one, but yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah, it was Number a routine fight, um, and I love Sergey Derevchenko. He he was a guy I just really enjoy watching him fight. He's uh, from that same Ukrainian boxing school as uh, Alexander Usyk and Vasily Lomachenko. Uh, really enjoy Derevchenko, but he is what he is at this point. He's a 37 year old guy with a lot of miles on him. Uh, he's got a high octane style. He's you know short and kind of not rangy for the division, so he always has to close distance, always has to fight on the inside of his opponent's range. Um, and, and, and so he's 37 and he kind of looked it. Um, he hadn't fought in a while. Uh, he's supposed to be the Joshua Conley. And, and kind of like Tony mm-hmm. said, it, it was a fight that if he were fresher, he's going he's the guy who could break down Conley and stop him. But he's just at 37 years old. I just don't believe he has that engine or that, that in him anymore to do that. He looks his age at this point. Yeah, he's running out of steam. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, now we'll say, though, Z and uh, Ty both nailed it last week with Garcia. I don't know if you've touched Garcia tonight at all, but just as we all said. Yeah, yeah, I kind of came in late on that one. But, uh, yeah, I remember last week Z and Ty both nailed that one. Ten, what was uh, the whole fight just going to come to a decision? That was just one of those that there wasn't going to be a knockout. Nah. Mm-hmm. Danny Garcia, yeah. he, he showed really good pop at 140. And I think he has really good pop, period, at 147. But he was never able to be a one-punch guy at 147. And uh, and then he's a, a guy who doesn't let his hands go enough to, to really – break guys down like that. So I don't think he is really going to get, you know, any significant stoppages at 154. But he's got a granite beard. He's smart around the ring. Um, and he's not a guy who's ever going to get blown out. But I don't think he gets over the hump at that weight. Set. He really yeah. didn't. He didn't yeah. get over the hump at 147. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Brady, what do you think of uh, uh, <laughs> Ronda Rousey and her uh, – her first uh, um, show over at uh, WWE uh, took one of the officials and flipped him in the flipped him over, and now she's banned for uh, uh, six months. I did not hear anything about that. No, <laughs> I had a sending me that Snapchat stuff or the the Twitter yeah. stuff. It was hilarious. Yeah, he was all fired yeah. up. Look at. And she's being labeled as the baddest woman on the planet. She's taking Ken Shamrock's old role, you know, baddest man on the planet, baddest woman on the planet. 
Oh, this chick will mess up everybody. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, but what do you think of the opponent? Um, it doesn't matter if you're an opponent or a judge or a fan. Round Rousey's coming for you. That's right. Hey, hey, hey Kai, um, uh, as a, I just have to find it as if we went on the air. Amanda Soriano is supposed to be fighting tonight. You have any idea? It's still TBA. You know who she's fighting? Uh, nobody. That actual card got canceled. And the reason why is because Amanda Serrano is promoted by Jake Paul's outfit. Jake Paul was supposed to fight. I've seen Rockman Jr. They had a whole weight issue. Uh, fight was canceled earlier this week. Um, and with that fight being canceled and being the headliner, they canceled the whole card. So Amanda Serrano is not fighting now. You know, Dana White okay. said that something pretty interesting about that, actually. He said, like, that, that they probably couldn't fill up MSG with that card. Like, they couldn't get enough people in there to buy up that fight to even turn the lights on at MSG. He said, so, I, I don't know. Jake, oh, yeah. Jake Dana's fighter, going to jump all over that. Wait, is because Jake Paul's, you know, putting uh, the UFC up against the ropes and stuff about the way he treats fighters. So anytime Jake Paul doesn't come through, but again, you know, he's the headliner. We don't like him. I don't like him. Uh, you know, him and his brother are like the herpes of sports. They just keep coming back and the gift that keeps on giving. But um, if, if he, uh, if, if, if he actually is standing up for the fighters of, uh, of of MMA and stuff, then I, I do you know I'll itch that scratch. But other than that, I don't I don't I don't think anything of Jake Paul or his brother. I think they're clown shoes. Um, you know what I mean? And, and Dana White's gonna uh, jump on that any chance he gets because Jake Paul is actually attacking MMA. But again, like I say, I will I will go back and I will eat. Uh, I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say this because I'll actually do it. I don't want to say I'll eat a shoe when I'll actually do it. So, um, but Jake Paul, if he's, actually, if he's actually standing up for the fighters and he wants better pay for the fighters, then I'm all about him. But right now, mm-hmm. him and his brother are just dudes that just uh, talk smack on the internet and got a little boxing skill. When you got that kind of money, you you know you might as well fly to the East Coast and have Z and Ty train you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tony, you're uh, you'll be by the uh, deli this this week. The they deli? Ask that lady to yeah. You might want to uh, ask that lady to make those sandwiches again. It sounds like oh boy, Bob. Yes, sir, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> we get the, yeah, uh, guy, get the stuff rolling here. We're gonna get a whole line going here for these guys. There you go. <laughs> Tony, what do you think of Anthony Joshua and uh, Alex uh, um, uh, Alexander? Uh, on the 20th of the I'm going to tell you again, every time you ask me, I got to see the way in first. That man has just mm-hmm. come back from Ukraine fighting a war, so I can't even speculate till I see yeah. his uh, physical condition. And even with that, it's, it's I, I don't know what kind of mental condition he is. That's a fight I couldn't even, just because of mm-hmm. that extreme variable, I've said it. Every time you ask me, I can't predict that going in. Usyk is my favorite fighter, 
but, you know, with he and Vasily Lomachenko, as well as a couple of MMA <laughs> fighters, right? We don't talk about that as much. But right. there's some Bellator MMA fighters over there uh, fighting for Ukraine as well. I don't know what kind of shape these guys are going to be in mentally, physically, or spiritually. So, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I'll know anything until I see him in the ring, gloved up, see what his eyes look like. Because that's when you can tell when a guy's in the ring, gloved up, ready to go, right? That's when I might get a sense. But uh, right now, I couldn't get a sense. I'll go out on a limb on this one. This is sandwich material right here. I think Gusick's going to come back from overseas, pissed off as an MFer, and he is going to be ready to clobber somebody in the ring, and I think he's going to lay Joshua out. That's my opinion. And I think I think if Rue is lucky taking Joshua out the way he did, that's my opinion. I don't think that was really meant to happen. I think that was just one of those nights where Joshua had a bad night. Usyk's a different guy. That guy's going to come back, and he's going to put Joshua down. He's going down in seven. If not, I eat two sandwiches. Wow, two sandwiches. I'm going to jump in from experience only. Uh, Never a boxer, won't claim to be. Uh, But after my grandma died, uh, I, I wanted to jump back in the ring after six weeks of not training. And uh, that was my uh, first loss to Josh Barnett. I was going in on strictly emotional loan. I, my cardio wasn't there. Um, so, again, if you're not training for a fight, you're not ready for a fight. So I don't know what these guys have been doing. And, and God bless them. They're over there fighting for their country. I don't know where their emotional standpoint is. But if you're not emotionally right, like I said, I've lost fights on the way to the ring. Uh, so make sure that their head's right, and I wish them the best. Yeah, yeah, that's, I agree with that. I, that's why I was going on a limb. But I think hopefully when some over there, I'm sure he probably is and probably doesn't have time. But I still think he's going to come back and take Joshua. I don't think it, I don't think there was anything to write home about. That's just my personal opinion. I don't really care for him. I just think he, bad night where Ruiz Ruiz won that fight, took the title. But yeah, I just don't think he's going to. I think Usyk was going to stop him regardless. At least I hope so. Yeah, well, that's the first thing I teach my students. If you're still fighting on emotion, you're still an amateur. You know what I mean? And I've made those mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Hey, Bob, uh, Valentina Sh- uh, Shashenko, um, they're trying to put one a, a, a match together with her and Amanda Nunez. If that was to happen, what, what's your thoughts on that one? Um. So – Two of the baddest women on the planet. Um, so Amanda Nunes just re- regained her title over Pena. Um, and Pena is a bad woman as well. But Valentina Shevchenko is she's one of my favorites. Um, she's she's out of, mm-hmm. like, is she Peruvian or Russian? I, I can't even follow. But she's a bad, uh, bad female. So if they put that together, mm-hmm. that is a banger. I'll definitely pay the 60 bucks for that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, just to let you know, Bob Valentina is from Kyrgyzstan. Um, Thank you. So you know, so some you know, obviously they say Russian, but she's actually the region, actually region of country she's actually from is Kyrgyzstan. Um, I thought Valentina always said this: Valentina to me is the better fighter. It's just that Amanda is bigger. Um, all things being equal, the good big fighter is going to beat the good little fighter. And to me, that's kind of what's happened. 
However, I, I, at this point, I don't know. You know, because I, I was leaning towards Valentina, but in her last fight, she showed some deficiencies in the wrestling. And with Amanda being bigger and stronger, I don't know. That's a, it's, to me, it's a pick and fight. Um, but I lean towards Valentina, I think, still. Ever so slightly. Okay. Brady, what do you think? Um, uh, Valentina, whatever your name is. <laughs> She's fighting Pena? She's fighting Pena? Uh, or Nunez? Nunez. 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 Well, Nunez fought really well uh, last Saturday, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. She She's going to be on a roll. Shrenko, I, I don't know a lot about Shrenko, but I know Nunez is very good fighter, but, but you know, she, she did go five rounds with Pena. Pena is also a good fighter, so we're just going to have to see fight night, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, sure. I give it to Nunez right now, though. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. just mm-hmm. like me in my my life, you know, it just goes for the bigger guy. We can just, the, big, the bigger person just, at one point or another, even even if the smaller person's you got a better technical advantage, a uh, bigger person could just smother him, we, you know. And, and mm-hmm. Nunez is bigger than Valenchenko and or Valentina, and uh, yeah. So I just you got to go with that. It's kind of like that, you know, trying to throw uh, uh, Usman against Adesanya. Adesanya didn't beat Usman, you know what I mean? You, it, it's just tough to go up mm-hmm. uh, a weight division because. Uh, bigger people hit harder. Facts are facts. It, 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 it's physics, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, I, I know what I was going to say. Uh, last week, that that fight, like you said, Brady was a was a pretty bad, pretty ugly fight uh, as far as uh, people getting hurt. And matter of fact, uh, uh, there is a supposedly a piece of skull. It's missing from uh, one of the fighters, and oh both God. fighters now have been put on a uh, a nine month hold, medical hold. Um, wow! So uh, uh, that may uh, we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, that's got to be very wow. expensive to be out like that. Excuse me. Uh, okay, Brady. Here we go. Your man's up, Charles, Charles Oliveri. Oh yeah, get, champion. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, he's going to get Islam Markovich. Yeah, I, I think thought? this is the closest. This is probably the closest we're going to get, skill wise, to Oliveira versus uh, Habib. Because Masvidal, mm-hmm. I I believe is in the same was in the same or is being caught by Khabib. And mm-hmm. honestly, if I if you put Khabib up against Oliveira, I, I think Khabib's winning that one. But for now. I think mm-hmm. Oliver is probably the most dangerous man in lightweight, and he's probably going to beat Makachev. Makachev can't let him, can't let him take, uh, can't let Oliver take his back. If he takes his back, mm-hmm. or puts it down, it's over. But Oliver, Oliver is a great fighter. He, he's got hands. He's got. He's a great wrestler. Like very well rounded, and he's got a chin too. He 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 gets not he gets knocked down, but he's still got a chin. I, I think Oliver takes mm-hmm. that one as well. And he's a comeback specialist. That boy can come back from anything. Yeah, he gets knocked down, comes right back up. It's oh crazy. my god, he's awesome. I love Oliver. Yeah, 
You know, he was just, uh, we announced that said last week that uh, he just received the ESPN SB for uh, uh, UFC the last week uh, on their, their, their awards program, um, which means that, uh, you know, there's an awful lot of people out there that really like him. Uh, Ty, what's your thoughts? Anything? Well, he won the SB for Fighter of the Year, and he was he was the clear Fighter of the Year. Um, I agree with Brady. I do think he beats Islam. Um, I think he's just more well-rounded. Uh, and you know what? What I like, what I again, I, I said this on the show before. Like Charles Oliveira, stuff like he can be rocked, but he comes back. The guy who came closest to stop him is Michael Chandler because he's the only guy that when he knocked him down with a punch, he followed him down and tried to pound him. Uh, Justin Gaethje and Dustin Poirier didn't want to engage in a grappling with him uh, because he's so dangerous on the ground. Uh, so fighting Islam, who really is, uh, you know, he's a guy who trains at AKA, you know, not only is Khabib's friend, but longtime training partner. He's a guy who has his mothering grinding wrestling style and I don't think that's going to translate personally too well against Charles Oliveira because he is so dangerous on the ground as Brady said uh, mm-hmm. you know you don't know for sure because Islam has proven to be dominant throughout his UFC run but at the same time Islam hasn't fought the level of competition that Charles Oliveira has fought he's also hasn't fought a five round fight yet so there are some variables. Um, plus, at this point in time, I just do think that Charles Oliveira is the best lightweight in the game today. Mm-hmm. Bob? Yeah, I'm going to agree with what the boys said. You know, I mean, Magistev, uh got the, the uh, cardio. He's got the dominant. You know what I mean? He could go in there and take him down. But... Oliveira's got some sneaky stuff once he gets down on his back. And being able to fight from your back is, is, is a big thing. Um, that's the one thing that separated the wrestlers uh, back in the day. You know, they first came in with the ground and pound, and they were uh, given that uh, quote-unquote style, um, uh, you know, once they, they, they got over uh, Hoist Gracie. But the jiu-jitsu is still there, and, and the trap fighting, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, you, you can be – now, granted, going against Magistrat, you will have to probably dislocate that or rip that arm completely off to get him to stop. But mm-hmm. I think Oliveira have that uh, technical capability. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. How about uh, Ty? What do you think? Of, uh, there's, there's a fight that was made with uh, Joe Joyce versus uh, Joseph Parker. I mean, you talk about. Uh, names from the past, now all of a sudden they, they come up as, is this a fight money that they need money for, or what? Oh, no, this is a this is a good fight. Uh, both guys are, are top, easily top ten heavyweights. Um, both guys are on the cusp of title shots. Joe, uh, Joseph Parker is a former champion. Uh, Joe Joyce is a comer. Um, this is a big fight, actually. Uh, I, I, I'm actually looking forward to talking to Zito about this fight because it's a very interesting matchup as well. Um, but no, this mm-hmm. is this is a big fight. Uh, either one of these guys wins this fight, they conceivably could be next for a title shot, uh, depending what's going on with the titles at time. Big big fight, good mm-hmm. fight, competitive fight. Uh, one I'm very much looking forward to. Okay. 
Hey, Bob, or, uh, Tony, what do you think about uh, Big Baby Miller knocking uh, Cardenas out? Actually, I didn't get to see it. Love to hear about it. Yeah. It was uh, typically a big, big baby pushing people around and then finally just knocked the guy out. That's pretty tough. It's a thumbnail That's sketch. About his style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Here we go, Brady. Get your thinking cap on. Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira, November 12th. That's going to be a good fight. Uh, Pereira, Pereira is definitely up in that. That's that's announced. They just announced that. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. And then uh, Pereira killed the last guy in his other fight. Pereira, Pereira's definitely mm-hmm. got some thunder behind him, but they're fighting middleweight, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Th- that's going to be a good fight. Uh, Adesanya, mm-hmm. Adesanya is definitely good, but. Pereira's, Pereira's got power, and he, he's got thunder. He, he had a really good fight last fight. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That That's definitely going to be a good one. I, I saw mm-hmm. I saw something about um, Pereira won, a couple weeks ago. Pereira wanted to fight someone else just to, to start it off, but mm-hmm. I'll have to look that up. But Adesanya versus mm-hmm. Pereira is definitely going to be a good fight. Okay. Um. Bob, what do you think of Sergey Pavlovich uh, against uh, uh, Derek Lewis? Well, let's go back to Adesanya versus Pereira. I want to shout at that. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I love that matchup. Uh, Pereira uh, has actually beaten Adesanya back in the day twice in kickboxing. Um, I I love the matchup. Pereira is uh, definitely uh, 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 someone to be uh, watched in that weight division. I don't like how the UFC will fast track somebody up the ranking. Um, that's mm-hmm. the one thing that really bothers me. I mean, if there's a way to make money for Dana White, he's going to do that. He's going to pass up, you know, uh, Justin Gagey or, you know, depends on the division, you know, Colby Covington, Leon Edwards, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It just really depends on the division. Francis Nagano, he'll pass somebody up to go for the money fight. And Piera, uh, you know, he got fast-tracked up that uh, list. Um, they're putting him against Adesanya. It'll be a great fight. I'm looking forward to it. I want to, you know, definitely tune into that one as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't like the way that the UFC will do that versus boxing. Boxing, you, you kind of got to earn your way to the top. UFC, mm-hmm. if there's money in behind you, they'll fast-track you, you know. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so who was the next one? Uh, oh, what about uh, O'Malley versus Peter Yawn? Yeah, that's, that's coming up. Or, right. No, that one just happened, or is that one coming up? Uh, that one's about it. That's one. That one's coming up. Peter Yawn versus Sean O'Malley. Yeah, and again, O'Malley, they're they're talking big things for O'Malley to you know try to get him to the top. But Peter Yawn is no joke, man. That that that. Uh, um, yeah, he 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 is a great fighter. So O'Malley, they're trying to jump up, and Jan's been on top. He was a champion. He was you know one or two ranked, and so O'Malley, they're jumping way to the top. Again, they're they're looking, they're fast tracking people. They want they want the money. You know what I mean? And I, I get it, but at the same time, it is what it is. But I, I mm-hmm. definitely agree with what you said about 
how it's a slow grind to the top in boxing. While MMA, like Adesanya came in, stole the show. Yeah. Uh, Hamzat's coming in. He's he's coming up fast. Got a fight against Nate Diaz now, and O'Malley's O'Malley's pretty, pretty low ranked, right? Not low ranked. He's ranked, but Peter Yan's number one uh, lightweight behind a champ. So yeah, uh, like, uh, bantamweight number so. one, and O'Malley's like what down at 13, 14, something like yeah. that. Uh, O'Malley's tough now. Well, and the oh. thing is, all the fighters they know better. It's just like back in the day. Since I've been on this show, I think I've been on the show about two and a half years. And in that two and a half years, when I first started, like I was talking about, jeez, I'm just brain farting his name. Um, the, the last champion, the great wrestler, the Hazmat's coach. Uh, help Khabib. me out here. Khabib. Khabib. There we go. But Khabib, we knew about Khabib in the fight world. We knew about Khabib years ago before he even made the top 15. And we knew he was, you know, and that was when um, McGregor was sitting on top. And, and Dana White will sit there and milk every goat for what they've got. He is a goat melter. You know what I mean, and and uh, so he's the problem with Dana that is he pushes his guys to the top. Dana pushes all yeah. everybody wants to the top. Yeah, if they're gonna pull that money, if they've got the fan base, they don't have to be the best fighter. But everyone knew as soon as Khabib was released on the top fifteen that he would dominate, and sure enough, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Same with Cosmo. You know, Cosmo was he was back in the show. He was making his debut. He was fighting different things, and they know as soon as they introduce these guys to the UFC that he's gonna, gonna climb the ranks really fast. But at the same time. Um, I think, you know, people should have to earn their way up versus going just for the money fight. Okay. Hey, Ty, what do you think of uh, Santos versus Hill coming up from Vegas 59? You know what, man? I, 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 Thiago Santos used to be a monster, especially when he moved to 205. But since he blew those two knees out against John Jones in that title shot, mm-hmm. uh kind of hasn't been the same. You know, he's like, uh, I think one for his last four, you know, um, and he just lost his explosiveness. He's 38 years old now. Jamela Hill's 31. So this is kind of the classic case of the guy ascending fighting the guy who's descending. Um, Jamela Hill's a long, lanky striker. I believe as long as he's smart, keeps his distance, uh, he should be able to go ahead and win a decision against the Tiago Santos. If he gets a little too aggressive, then he himself could be clipped, but he also puts himself in a position to knock Santos out. I think his game plan should be to poke and prod at Santos as he has trouble closing distance at this point in his career. Um, but we'll see. It could, I, I, you got to favor Hill just because of the career trajectory of the two men at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we just got one from, uh, from Ireland. Uh, Michael McConlin uh, did defeat uh, Miguel Scorpion uh, Maraga. Uh, I just want to bring everybody up to date on that one. There we go. So, uh, Brady, you talked about Comstock earlier. Um, is Nate Diaz the right uh, opponent for him? Right now, they I, I would have gone with someone else. Diaz, it's his last fight. And, and I feel like they both probably had the contract on their table for a long time. Like right after Hamza uh, fought his last fight. But like, 
how are you going to give him Nate Diaz? Nate, it, Nate could pull it off, but Hamzat's a young star. Like, it, it's a weird fight. It, mm-hmm. it's, Dan, it's got Dana's fingerprints all over it. But There we go. I think Diaz is probably going to go Bellator after this. But Diaz will win this fight. I I think Diaz could pull it off. I think Diaz Diaz is going for DSK after this. It would be Diaz's fashion to win this fight. Uh You know, earlier in the week, I had a chance to uh, get get back up to St. Pete and see my friend, uh, Mr. Thurman. Um, Mr. Thurman now is trying to lay down the, the, the gauntlet and get Danny Garcia to sign the papers uh, for a rematch. Um, again, he just from a, a, a layman's uh, eye, uh, he looks great. He's, he's in great condition. He's, his hands are just as fast as they were. But I'm not sure that that's a good idea. Uh, what do you think, Ty? Well, you know, I think the Danny Garcia rematch might, you know, would would actually probably be a good idea. Um, both guys are familiar with each other. They've had a pretty decent fight. Uh, if they fought at 154, uh, they're both, you know, guys who are used to fighting at 147 who just wouldn't have to cut down to 147, really. Um, and mm-hmm. at this point in time, what other options do they really have? Uh, for that welterweight, there's no title at stake, specifically because they're trying mm-hmm. to make the Spence Crawford fight, which would be for a unification. Right. Um, if that fight didn't come off, and, and what I actually think is happening is I think Keith is kind of buying his time because if negotiations fall through and that fight doesn't come off, one of those two guys would probably pick Keith to fight if they don't fight each other. So I think he's kind of being mm-hmm. smart and kind of waiting to see how that plays out. If those guys fight each other, Spence and Crawford, then Danny Garcia is a good option for him. Keith Thurman is a guy who's a you know a former unified champion. He at this point in his time doesn't want to be a gatekeeper to a young guy, right? He doesn't want to fight Jerron mm-hmm. Ennis or Virgil Ortiz at this point in his career. He'd rather fight a guy with Danny Garcia, more name recognition, more money. Um, so mm-hmm. that that fight is a, a good business decision for Keith if. Uh, Spencer Crawford can make it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tony, you got anything to add on that? Just would love to see it happen. I'm hoping it will happen. Mm-hmm. I want to see them both continue to fight here for a while. Mm-hmm. I like both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Bob? Nothing. Okay. Well, guys, we're just about coming up uh, to the end of our hour here. Uh, has anybody got any fights that they want everybody to look at or listen to? Ooh, yeah. Leon. I'd act- uh, Leon. Leon okay. Edwards. That could be a good one. All right. Uh, I think. Uh, well, they got uh, Triple G Camelo coming up. I know a lot of people don't care for it. A lot of people do care for it. They're claiming it's bigger than it was before. There's questions there. You got, is Triple G too old to fight this fight? Is Canelo messed up from his last fight mentally? Um, Bernard Hopkins is now piped in and made a comment that Canelo will take Triple G out with a liver shot. I love Bernard Hopkins. He's one of my favorite all-time fighters. Love talking to him on the show. 
I hope he's wrong on this one. I want to see Triple G take this fight <laughs> this time the right way. I, I think he won the last two, my or at least last one. I think he won it. I want to see him. I'd love to see him knock Canelo down. I don't know if that'll happen. It'll be probably a points decision type thing. But um, mm-hmm. B-Hop is, is going that uh, the liver shot's going to take Triple G out. I disagree with that. Let's just sit back and watch this one and see what happens. Yeah, I'll call B-Hop this week and uh, see if we can get him on uh, in the near future. He travels a lot. But, uh, I, I, yeah, the, the, the great show would be if I can get both uh, he and Stevie uh, on at the same time, Stevie Cunningham, because uh, they're both – hilarious guys and they both can uh, carry a, 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 a conversation about everything, anything and everything. I think B-Hop misses his uh, calling. I think he should have been a stand-up comic all along. Uh, I mean, he has rolled for what, almost an hour. But, uh, I think hey. B-Hop's book's out now, too, I believe. Well, then it's time to get him on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, Bob, you want to lead us out? Sure, yeah. Uh, another great week. Uh, missing Caden, but welcome Braden, uh, Brady. Brady, uh, uh, great <laughs> talk tonight. Um, we want to remind our fans of, uh, to push for the uh, Gilstrap versus Jake Paul million-dollar exhibition uh, that should be coming up. Um, the, uh, <laughs> always a pleasure talking with Ty and you guys and uh, have a great week uh, love you guys love our fans chins down eyes up let's go God bless thank you Ty hey it was great having Brady step in for Katie did a fantastic job always a pleasure to talk to Bob Tony with you next week Bob next week everyone have a wonderful and well week Brady, I appreciate you all having me on. I, I really uh, I enjoyed having good conversations with you guys. Um, hope you guys have a good rest of your night. All right. Thank you. Tony. I'd like to say thank you to the boys that was late today. I'd also like to add Prostate Awareness Month coming up here soon. Don't wait till you're 50 to get that done. Uh, get that done earlier these days. It's you see more and more of it, and there's no need to die from it. Go get a checkup from the doctor and all that stuff. And love all y'all guys. Reminds me of my last prostate exam. I asked the doctor, I was like, where should I put my pants? He snickered, and he said, over there by mine. <laughs> <laughs> you like those exams, don't you? I got two scheduled for next week, Tony. Hey, I'm going to come join you, Bob. That's his third this year. We'll play dominoes while we have that done. We'll have a good time. I want to thank everybody for being on tonight. We really appreciate it. Of course, we always appreciate our fans. Now, these programs are dedicated definitely to uh, um, the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of police and fire services, doctors and nurses, the hospital to clean up people and and the people the the uh, and the supermarket that uh, the clean up. There, there are every week we say the same thing and, and we want to thank and we really feel that we have to thank everybody. But the guys who really started this thing was Bob, who was was my partner for uh, 15 years here and he's my son for 55 years. 
Yeah, I go as far as say my best friend in life. Um, um, but a guy by the name of Parquette and Mr. Coach Mel Parquette and another guy who had, I knew for 50, 55 years at Boxer. Everybody, uh, everybody knew him. He had the, the laugh of a million people, and he kept everybody happy. Uh, Dr. Chris, and we don't ever want to forget the three of those uh, those guys. Just so you know, everybody knows, we're coming up on our 500th show uh, next week. So uh, it's been a really been a pleasure to serve you people. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation. The men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men and police and fire services, men and women of doctors and nurses at the hospital, people clean up, and, of course, the, the people at the supermarkets. More importantly, they're dedicated to those who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Chairman De- Jeffrey Colcat, Chairman David Curtis, Chairman Jeffrey Yazwick, Sergeant Thomas Bainger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henry, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Office, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Chris Levake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Arnolfo Crispin, Lakeland PD. Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Deputy Josh Myers, Nassau, Nassau County Sheriff's Office. Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Artith Hook, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Pikus, Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Ogle, Longboat Key Police Department. And Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. My brothers and sisters, you may be 10-7 at this point in time. Some will be, sometime will be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields. And the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the palm of his hands. <clears throat> Good night. God bless. And have a great week. Break the bread.
Thank you. 